It's the place you go when you finish your show. We're your two best friends. Our names are Max and Ben. We're self-proclaimed television experts. It's reality alert. Applebee's, Applebee's, Applebee's. Yeah, Applebee's, Applebee's, Applebee's. This episode is brought to you allegedly by Applebee's. Did I not? I think I did in either the last episode or the one before that. I was like, I'm sick of these lame rewards. We need either Outback or Applebee's. And boy, did Jeff deliver. You manifested this, dude. You were the reason. You went back in time and you brought Applebee's to uh, the thing, to the show. That's right. It's just what I do. So thank you. You're welcome. You know what, Ben? So kudos. Kudos, kudos to, to me. Kudos to you. Kudos to me. I love it. This was such a good merge episode. So good. It was so crazy. Uh, it went every which way, uh, especially in the final like half hour. And <laughs> Everything hardly, before Tribal was insane. I hardly was. I hardly in this episode went. God, these people are so stupid. <laughs> God, like I wasn't saying that a lot. I was just saying like. No wow, this is fun. Like everybody is playing. Like you're not getting people that are hanging on to alliances too hard. Like everyone's talking and strategizing and strategizing. The strategy felt alive. The episode felt alive. The merge was fun. I still think that Lydia felt like a typical merge, a safe merge boot. And that was kind of boring. Uh, But the episode overall was fun, even though the end result was kind of meh and predictable based on her edit. Yes. Yeah. Based on the edit, it was predictable. I do still feel bad for her that she went, that she doesn't get to be on the jury uh, after this twist that I still do not like, by the way. Um, even the, the few little uh, adjustments that they made since last season, I don't like it at all. I hate the, the time travel twist. Yeah. Uh, I do think that this made it a um, hundred times better, though, because everyone was aware, everyone predicted. <laughs> What yeah, Drea happened. predicted it exactly. But even they were all talking about it. They were all like, yeah, yeah Roxroy is going to be able to change exactly what will happen. And the people that are safe won't be safe. You know, it's like, almost like they went forward in the future. Yeah. Saw the episode, yes. saw the twist and then went back in time and knew it was coming. Yeah. I mean, Jeff made it very clear what was going to happen. It's like Roxbury will be able to completely change the game so you can get food or you can protect yourselves. Yes. Yeah. You know, so they, it was way more blatant. Yeah. Because he saw how mad, uh, they, they were, uh, GM rocks is here says, I felt bad for Chanel. They kept changing the conversation every time she walked to them. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what happens when you're a wacky and wild player. Like Chanel, <laughs> it did kind of feel like <laughs> the kid on the bad. playground going to want to play with the other kids. And then yeah. the other kids say no. And it's, oh, it, yeah. you, you do feel bad for her a little bit there. <laughs> but Chanel had a good episode in that every conversation she was able to be like, yeah, they're bullshit me yeah like chanel didn't fall for anyone she at least tricks. has the awareness yeah um yeah but i i do feel like you know they they didn't have the time to change anything survivor because they only had like a couple they, they had a very short usually they have a, a little more time in between yeah. filming but they had they had because of the pandemic and how what limited time they had in feature they had very few days in between filming the season so i think they were yeah. like we can't change challenges we can't change the twist sure. so i think they yeah. kind of did what best they had to do 
with their ridiculous idea. And yeah. I think this was kind of the best way to go about it. So I did like it a lot more. Yeah. And everybody played it pretty safe too, knowing that the game was going to change in a big way. They were like, okay, what's the safest solution here? Let's get a big group together, figure out who was on the outs from every single tribe and let's yeah. just put them at the bottom. And then that way we can say, uh, we'll just go after those low hanging fruit. Uh, little did they know Tori was going to win an immunity challenge. Yeah. So that didn't really work out too well. For them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, they, yeah. They, they should have really thought about everything. Tori People definitely about everything. She would have gone home if she didn't win that. Oh, definitely. It would have been the easy vote. Uh, instead, we got a hard vote and we we got a lot of scrambling and it was a fun episode. Yeah. So I'm glad that she won that. Yes. We, and yes. also, I think it's a good benefit for everybody because having uh, a therapist on the island is something <laughs> that every castaway needs. Uh, where do they pick up their prescriptions after they're diagnosed? That's what I need to know. Is uh, is there is it in tree mail? Do they get their prescriptions well, from tree mail? After she uh, won the immunity, she told Rockstroy, okay, now I love you, thank you, was a direct quote, I believe. So she he can build a shelter very quickly. So she's going to create one of the little peanuts uh, Lucy stands, you know, right. for like the five yes. cents for uh -huh. uh, therapy. Yeah. And then she's going to have one of those little stands and she'll just write prescriptions right there. <laughs> Perfect. That's good. Yes. I like that. It'll be a yeah. little coconut uh, yeah. husk for the uh, for the donations. Yeah. And then Roxra will be like, I really want to play football and the win football and reward and she'll always pull the ball from out beneath him. <laughs> yeah, this was a funny moment. Uh, DM Rock says Mike accidentally kicked Trey in the face. Oh, yeah, That's that true. was really yeah. tough, man. She was Ooh. not that boulder. That was rough. That was rough. Yeah, Dre except was for Jonathan. I, I thought Jonathan was just going to pick up the boulder and like uh, carry it, you know, on his on his shoulders or something. Yeah, watching Jonathan, I'm so impressed with him. <laughs> He's Goliath. Me too. Me He's too. I'm just so impressed with him. I've like, look, Ozzy, Joe, these like challenge legends that. I, I've never been as impressed with those guys as I have been with Jonathan. He's well, uh, incredible. I, I do want to see how he does in the individual immunity challenges. You know, like, yeah. I, I wasn't like, like, like. Well, like, he didn't like a, do good in this one today. Yeah, exactly. As far yeah. as team challenges go, yes, but can he do like, 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 like maybe he'll like. It's like Ozzy because he's like sleek with like the balance stuff. Sure, sure. You know, it's like Jonathan. Yes, because he can do all the team challenges by himself. But like Ozzy was like, vote me out of Redemption Island because I can beat anyone in one on one. challenges. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Ozzy lived in an era of Survivor 2 where there wasn't like the puzzle element of every challenge. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if like, it's different today. Like for Jonathan, Jonathan does have some, like Jonathan does have the big brute strength that I don't think Ozzy had. So yes. he is kind of a double physical threat in that he's a great swimmer and he's, uh, he's got the big brute strength too. Yeah. But he doesn't have Ozzy's like, like Ozzy can like climb. Ozzy was fast. And, yeah. and he's like mm -hmm. fast, you know, I don't think Jonathan's as fast as Ozzy was literally a fish in the water too. Like he, yeah. he could swim like a, a merman and there's know? no way that jonathan could like hold his arms up or like hang from shit as long as ozzy could i bet yeah yeah 
Like when you're that big, certain body types do better. Yeah, when you're that big, like yeah. those challenges aren't meant for you. That's like like why women always win in those challenges because yeah. when when you have that amount of mass, like yeah. you can't lift that much for that long. You know, it's just and not Joe even happen. Joe Ingram was a pretty I, he was a pretty tall guy too, as I recall. But Joe just like had uh, an insane drive to the point where like he would pass out for a challenge. <laughs> so I think that was what pushed Joe extra further yeah. in challenge. You know what was awesome? Keith Nail could beat Joe in those challenges. Yes. Well, if it was you know, Carnival Games, then yes. Yeah. Yeah. But also, <laughs> do you know who beat Joe in that passing out challenge? Keith. Yeah. Keith Nail. <laughs> but apparently, Keith almost passed out too for that challenge. Yeah, I know. But I thought it was awesome that Keith Nail was like really good at challenges like yeah. really good at just anything like with shit. anything with ball tossing or ring tossing or or just holding shit up for a long time it yeah was like keith nail was like re- yeah. keith nail was kind of a challenge beast yeah. and uh, i think he's actually an overall underrated uh survivor player i do too i do too like he made it really long both times yep. and then like jeremy would like shit on him and be like he's not strategic like i am i'm so amazing well like, oh. i will agree he's not as strategic as jeremy <laughs> well i know but like the first time even like even like when jer like when, like during the reunion for uh san juan del sur like jeremy was like shitting on keith and i was like you got voted out so early like yeah. if keith had made it to the end and natalie didn't like keith would have won you know <laughs> everybody lo- Jesus, keith's jury management it's amazing like, i know everybody, everybody loves, loves keith. keith i mean yep. i'm just saying i know that keith's not super strategic but there is something to say for like what he does i'm just yeah. saying like oh yeah I'm I'm just happy we got to talk about Keith this episode. I really on the, <laughs> and the tuk tuk Keith in on the, the tuk tuk. Oh my god, <laughs> a legendary moment. Okay. Oh, that I remember is... hearing they tried to get uh, Keith to take Jeff out on the tuk tuk, uh, like for the entrance of going into uh, like the Letterman Studio oh or my something god. like that. But they couldn't get the licensing or whatever no. to be able to do it. I know. <laughs> okay, but think about the, what brilliant jury management that was. Oh, Keith provided the service to yeah. his tribe of driving the tuk-tuk. That's the best jury management I've ever Amazing. seen. Amazing. The service <laughs> to provide for your tribe. I will drive He's you. a chauffeur. drive me. I will chauffeur you. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. All right, should we get into this? Let's do it. Let's get crack-a-lacking. This is a big rock story episode. I really enjoyed it. Oh, it was great. I, I, he's growing on me so much. Yes. He really is. I really Except like him. Except for one moment, I have to bring it up. Oh, okay. Which not, one? I did not like when he said that he was away from his wife nagging on him. <laughs> I, I laughed so hard. I, I was like, laugh. I was like, you're in trouble, buddy. Yeah, that is my you're thought. In the doghouse. I was like, I was like everything <laughs> made me like Rockstar so much, and I still do like him, and I yeah. like when characters have like like are multidimensional and have things that I disagree yeah. with instead of just like, I really like them. But yeah. I, yeah, that was my thought. I was like, dude, your wife is going to fucking kill you. Oh, but it's hilarious. It's <laughs> no, it's so, so funny. funny. It's like, it's like such a, he's it's like, I'd so rather be character. stranded on a beach in the middle of the nowhere than Pacific be with my Ocean. wife nagging me with a scoop of rice. <laughs> insane i know but i was like Dude, oh he was you? in trouble that night i was he like was. why'd you have to say that man your wife your wife misses you i hope <laughs> i hope he's worked i hope he's worked it out today i know I, yeah. i'm just saying i didn't well, like it i would never say anything like that i'm sure but i've only been with my girlfriend for eight years you know <laughs> so i don't know what it's like 
I'm one sure day he's... I'll say you're a naggy Nancy Maria. <laughs> I'm sure he slept on the couch last night. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she, she, she filled up the couch with sand and was like, yeah, you like this? You like this? <laughs> she gave him a scoop of rice for dinner. Yeah. Threw an hourglass from the, from a yeah. Yahtzee game at her or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's like, smash this. <laughs> Yeah, you can't turn back time here, Roxroy. <laughs> yeah. oh, let's um, get into this. Yeah. So uh Shinoke for his neck. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, we kind of missed the point. So but I'm not sure this really works out. So Chanel voted for Mike in case Daniel's Daniel... shot in the dark worked. But then Chanel would still have had two votes against her. I know. And Mike would only have one. Yeah. Uh, I was doing the math in my head there, and I was like, mm, I don't think that that works out the way you think it does. At first, I was like, oh, this is smart. And then I was like, wait a minute. No, it's not. It doesn't make any sense. Now you just have another enemy. Yep, Chanel. Now Mike hates her. Yep. Yeah, Mike is like, why why me, though? And Chanel was like, well, if you would stop talking over me and let me explain, Daniel would have used his shot in the dark. And, and I would have gone home. So I voted for you for no reason. <laughs> there are two weasels in that chicken coop. I'm glad every single week we write down on our drinking bingo games for Chanel takes a needless risk. And every week she delivers. She She's just consistently delivers. She's the fucking best. <laughs> She's just the the pure essence of chaos uh, yes. in, in embodied in one person on this show. I like it. <laughs> She's amazing. Oh, man. You know what's interesting, though, about like Chanel and Tori who are on the bottom of their tribes is like. Now everybody's talking about Jonathan. Now everybody's talking about people with idols. And it's like, are they going to sneak by to the end the same way they have been so far pre-merge? It really feels like they're actually maybe could find themselves in a good spot here going forward. I think Tori could go for like a little while. Yeah. Maybe as a, maybe as a goat, but she I think Chanel, she leaks too much information. Chanel will be is a little better at keeping her mouth shut. Yeah. Like Tori just shows up at the merge feast and is like, I'm airing dirty laundry. Isn't it good that I'm such a shit talker to everyone? And it's like, no, now everyone's going to know that you're you're a blabbermouth and you're not trustworthy. Like, yeah, uh, like, the social awareness there is uh, not what I would expect. From yeah, Chanel seems yeah. to have a little better social awareness. She's just a wild card. Yeah. Whereas Tori is just all over the place. Yeah. But I, maybe we could be wrong. Maybe we're both narcissists, Max. I don't know. Uh, yeah. You know. We, I, 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 we, well, we are. We have a podcast. It's true. <laughs> so kudos. Kudos, kudos. to us. Yep. <laughs> oh, the truth does hurt, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> At the, it's so funny. So Chanel is unpredictable. And then we get to the Ica tribe and Rockstar goes, I'm predictable. <laughs> yeah. And Tori is not. Yeah. Uh, I like really... I like that this whole conversation was being monitored too by uh, Drea and Romeo. Uh, and I'm glad they got to see it too because it's just Tori just keeps exposing herself for what she is. She's a she's a mess. And I think if I think if she had been gone sooner on this tribe, 
the tribe would have been a little bit stronger. I really do. I thought that she was therapizing him at first because she kept saying like, like what happened to you on your journey? Like what was going on for you <laughs> on your journey you to the summit? And I was like, you didn't take it literally. You you took it figuratively. Yeah. I was like, Oh, like you're, you're asking, you're like trying to like analyze him. Again. Well, you never know what's going on with Tori. And then I was like, yeah. Oh no, she's trying to figure out like what happened now. Yeah. He's saying that he didn't tell anyone. I wonder if he actually told <laughs> Romeo and Drea. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it seems, like, I, I, it seems like that would be something he would tell Tori. Oh, I haven't told anyone because he just doesn't want to deal with well, her. Because Drea has told everyone what happened with her, so everybody knows what happens on the island. Right. Yeah. So if if Rome, so maybe, or maybe Drea didn't tell people the exact thing, but she said, "I have an extra vote." Mm -hmm. So you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. At but the end of the day, I, don't I think know. he probably I, I, he might have because that's a better. It thing really does seem do. like Romeo and Andrea and uh, Roxroy are solid. They're solid um, three. Well, once we get to the eight, Romeo was left out of the eight. Right, but they were point. they were vouching for him when they were merged on the same beach and everything. So yeah, yeah, they probably just left him out because they didn't need his vote at the time. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, but yeah, they're like, Tori is annoying. She has no alliance. Goodbye. Yeah. It's, it's a miracle that she survived this episode. It really is. Yeah. It seems um, like nobody likes her. Even the other tribes, they don't like her. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jeff talks to the camera. Yeah, there we go. This is what we get a Blue's Clues moment. And uh, <laughs> Jeff is like, we had an awesome time. Uh, you know, we're, every, we're you know, everyone, everyone's going to eat Applebee's and, and they're going to have a, a time moment where people go back in time. And, it, you know, it's designed to test if they, if, if they will take food over perceived safety. So get yeah. ready. That was the first thing Jeff mentioned about what's going to be different this season. And the first thing he said was Applebee's. That's what. And a little bit of chicken fry. Cold beer on a Friday night. A pair of jeans that fit just right. I don't know how much we can play before we get taken <laughs> down. Oh, you think Applebee's will be upset that we're doing commercials for them? You never know. <laughs> They'll be like, you don't fit our brand. <laughs> <laughs> this that that same commercial was the one that played like when the Ukraine air sirens went off. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> remember that viral video? Oh, they're probably like, well, nothing's worse than that. Okay. And a little bit of chicken fry. <laughs> Beer on Friday night. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! Uh, when when they hear the Applebee's reward is coming up, everybody became Marianne all of a sudden. I know. <sighs> oh my God! <laughs> it was nuts. Come on! I've never <laughs> seen it. Mike was like he was as giddy as a little schoolboy is what he was. He, he was. So was. Yeah. Uh, so Roxroy and Lindsay drew the gray rocks. Yeah. Hey, rocks, rocks got a rocks, you know? Yeah. It had to be him. It could only it had be to him. Be. Uh, that's how you know that this was a setup. <laughs> it's planned. But it ended up being the best time of his life. So, yeah, it was all you good. See, 
Did you see when Jonathan made himself the ladder and then jumped over the boulder? Did you see that? He's amazing. Dude, it was so impressive that they played the theme song over it. <laughs> they played the Hey Odi Odi Ha song. That was nuts. That doesn't happen. It never happened. They don't even play the theme song at the beginning of the show anymore. It's wild. I know. They're like, Hey Odi I was like, oh my God. Yeah, he's. Yeah, exactly. yeah. This is what they play, that rendition. The Eka Tribe version. <laughs> they all sound like they have guns to their eyes. I know. They're like, <laughs> a, they made us go on Survivor and build a shelter. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, uh, yeah so Jonathan was, was amazing. Yep, Jonathan dominated challenge once again, so that's why they won. Yep. As soon as Jonathan was, I was like, all right, so that side's obviously going to win because there's yep. a fucking boulder. He can just yeah. move it. Yep. He's bigger than the boulder. If he was in uh, science, if he was in Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, he wouldn't have been running away from that thing. He would have just like stopped it. I always had that thought during the movie. I was like, Indiana Jones is a huge pussy. Like a real, a real badass would just stay there and stop the boulder. You know, like in Marvel movies with the real heroes, who's the Ninja Jones of power? Like Jonathan from Survivor, he can move boulders. Why can't Indiana Jones just be like Jonathan? I know he's from Survivor. Mm-hmm. I bet Jonathan's not afraid of snakes. He just spears them. Yeah, <laughs> Jonathan should definitely star in the next Indiana Jones as himself. I agree. He'd be better than Chris Pratt, definitely. Definitely, I'm here to provide service as a yeah. raider of arcs. <laughs> he could probably be better as Mario too than Chris Pratt. I feel oh, like definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> yeah, he is the worst Chris, and Jonathan is the best Jonathan. So. <laughs> So um, after the challenge is over, they're like, so Jeff's like, so you can eat or you can have a power to change the game. Obviously, you take the power to change the game, but I guess the you know, Max Applebee's. Oh, come I, on, I, play I, it. And a little bit of chicken fries. Go beer on a Friday night. Okay, you got me. You take the bees. You got to take the bees. Always take the bees. Fuck that arrow. Always take the bees. Wouldn't you just tip the hour? I love how they smashed an hourglass. Yeah, why not just tip it over? It should be, okay, you tip an hourglass over, you smash an alarm clock, Jeff. Don't you know how these things work? The prop master worked very hard on that hourglass, and then you just break it. The way it should work is that you tip an hourglass, so that could be one thing that they could have done, or Roxroy has to monitor an alarm clock all day and night. The yeah. alarm clock will go off at a random time, and then he has five seconds to, <laughs> to smash it. <laughs> so it's actually a challenge, you know? Yeah, that's a good challenge. I like that. Yeah. Rockstar is like, this alarm clock is as nagging as my wife. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> nice. Gotta love his blind sound effect. That's <laughs> well, it's our alarm clock sound effect. So <laughs> Love it when that one comes out. Yeah. yeah. Uh yeah so um uh, they say they say that Lindsay uh stays because she really needs to to eat 
which yeah. um, okay. is a really nice way of calling Roxroy fat. That was mean. <laughs> that is mean. Yeah. yeah, did you get that? Roxroy, you look like you're doing just fine over there. Yeah, Roxroy, wow. <laughs> you, you look like you need some time on Exile Island. That's what they were saying. That wasn't nice. Like, Roxroy, you shop in extended sizing. That's what they were saying. <laughs> That was nice. Roxroy, why don't why don't you uh run to the beach? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you swim all the way to exile? Yeah. yeah. Um, but I think Roxroy got lucky, got lucky there. But Roxroy's nice. He's like, Jersey girl, you go enjoy your Applebee's, okay? Okay, Jersey he, girl. He's a he's a nice, nice guy. guy. He's pretty, he's pretty polite. Yeah. I know, no, I I really like the moment yeah. besides yep. when he called his wife Maggie. Come on. But we don't need to punish him because his wife will. <laughs> <laughs> you call me yeah. naggy on national tv <laughs> you better win that mill because i'm gonna take all of it in the divorce bitch oh my god wow wow i forgot that he was a stay-at-home dad for a little bit and then when it showed up on the chiron i was like oh yeah all his behavior the way he he like treats the tribe makes so yeah. much sense i was like oh yeah he's not just a dad he's a stay-at-home dad yeah, he's it's his a, life he's he's uh fathering the tribe yeah we've had plenty of he's uh mothers i'm dad we've had plenty of cast members who are mothers that mother the tribe you know in, in previous seasons yeah. he's he's a stay-at-home dad he follows the tribe. Dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's assumed the rule. I love how Roxroy is just like, is Tori trying to weaken me? She's trying to take my power by sending me to exile. Not according to Tori later. She did it all for him because she loved him yeah, so much. a gift to him. I love you. I was trying to therapize you. I was trying to give you a, a moment of self-reflection. We'll save trying to denarsify you. We'll save our thoughts for that later. Yeah. I got, I got more for sure. So we get to the, uh, we can do a little merge feast. Applebee's, 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 Applebee's. No beer on Friday night, a pair of jeans that fit just right, and the radio. Get five bonus wings for one dollar with any hat. I like that last part there. What's the deal? <laughs> something really good. <laughs> Boneless wings for like five bucks. That's that's I can't awesome. believe they have a quesadilla burger. That's fucking nuts. That's crazy. Yeah, that's like they had what? More. What else they had? They had a whiskey burger, a yeah, bacon, a, bur a burger, burger, bacon burger, brownies, drinks. Boy, they got everything at that they Applebee's. Everything at Applebee's. Mm. You know, uh, just on a on a Friday night after work, there's no place I'd rather be than Applebee's. Got to go to Applebee's. Wow. Applebee's, 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 Applebee's. This is brought to you allegedly by Applebee's. Did you um? Do do you go to Applebee's much? Every day, every single night. Every single day. Wow. So you you walk you walk down to Barclays Center and you go to that Applebee's. Yep, I go to Apple the Applebee's. I love Applebee's. Thank you, Applebee's, for allegedly sponsoring this podcast. Every time I walked past that Applebee's in Barclays, because it's next to Target, and I'd go to Target over there, and uh, I never saw anybody in there ever. <laughs> Besides me. Besides you. You, you were the one chanting Applebee's. 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 I was allegedly in there. 
Um, so they have a good time, and Jonathan is like, I have to be there because I eat uh, 88 eggs a day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what was that's crazy? He said 18 eggs, yeah. nine pieces of cheese, and grits. That's wild. He's on like the Michael Phelps diet. Michael Phelps is like, so. 10, 10 pizzas, like. Like six, <laughs> six, six packs before I hop in my car, you know, like a bunch yeah. of stuff, <laughs> and a and a full eighth of of weed. Of weed, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he is on the Michael Phelps diet for sure. Yeah, <laughs> minus the other stuff, probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tori is like, I dream. Uh, uh, Tori is like, I my my dream is that. Uh, uh, oh no, Tori is like, this is a dream. I'm the only Ika and Roxroy is exiled. So I'm going to tell them everything. Literally yeah. everything. Yeah. I look so trustworthy. They're going to, yeah. everyone's going to want to be in alliance with me. Those, those Applebee's drinks, they pour heavy with those blue, uh, those blue drinks, huh? Yeah. That blue Curacao. It's just it runneth over liquid courage, liquid mm-hmm. courage. Yep. On merge beach. I love how Chanel is like, are we going to have a merge feast? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, everyone was like, oh, no, honey, honey, <laughs> no, honey. Well, they do oh. kind of because Jonathan goes out and gets them a feast from the ocean. That's true. He does. Yeah. But so um, thank goodness for Jonathan. Yeah. Uh, it's very sad, though. Ro- Romeo issues an apology to America. I'm starting to look like a skeleton. So sorry, America. I look like crap. Thank I you, forgive Romeo. you. We I accept you. your apology. It yeah. was hard for us to accept it because you could look better but um we do <laughs> skeletor <laughs> mr bones wow yeah wow. every time he, he pulls up i expect him to come out on wheels because like <laughs> he came out of a, a science room class closet sure sure but, yep yeah <laughs> well, thank you for the apology i expect him to come out saying this is halloween this is halloween <laughs> <laughs> I keep being like, is it October? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Romeo looks fine. He looks good. Yeah, he looks great. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, Andrea's like, yeah, so this twist is that he's going to get this hourglass and smash it with a <laughs> hammer. <laughs> Nailed it. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Dre and Mike are like, yeah, we have idols. Marianne has an idol. We should work together. Uh, Chanel and Tori. It's a good call. Yeah. Yeah. Chanel and Tori, you know, they uh, they suck. It it is interesting. It's kind of like uh, these. We have like three people from each tribe that are pretty tight, and they all kind of want to get together. Uh, yeah, and just get out the other people, and then worry about it later. It's rather convenient. It is, but it's not going to last. <laughs> no, at all. I'm and at this point, Mike said, "I'm not going home with an idol in my pocket." And I was like, "Oh, is Mike gonna go home?" But then he was fine. But uh, now I am uh, thinking he might go home with an idol in his pocket. Yeah, maybe because he was rather like, "I'm not maybe, going home with an idol in my herring. pocket." It could be red herring. Yeah, you're an editor, Max. And, uh, what would you do? Would you try and goof everybody? Would you try and goof them? It's hard with Survivor if people are so smart, though. But always I'm trying to goof. But how yes. do you goof? Yeah. Now, do you think Jonathan is going to catch everyone a red herring? <laughs> if they're on the island, then you bet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rock Story on Exile was really hilarious. Jiminy Crickers. 
Jiminy Crickets. Just like I tell my kids, if you need to do something, you fucking do it. If you need firewood, you get 10 times more firewood than you need, and then some. You stick wood in the ground, you build a shelter. If you need to build a shelter, you build uh, uh, two shelters. I would have loved to have seen it if Jeff rolled up on the beach and like there was already a full home built and there's like a kitchen and a two bedroom and a bathroom. <laughs> Rockstar is like, it's amazing what you can get done without everybody fucking nagging you all the time. Yeah, no raggy wives, no naggy kids, no Tories. <laughs> he needs an HGTV shows. And he like uh, he was instructing us like how to build a shelter. It was so funny. He's like, the yeah, camera like crew it. are my kids now. I'm changing their diapers. I'm feeding them <laughs> meals. This guy, Eric, he is my son. Oh, <laughs> uh, it, it was amazing, like how much he did. He built a shelter on exile. We've never seen. And he it had before. a fire going. He was like. When Jeff did finally come, it was almost like an intrusion. He was like, could you please like wait a little bit? I'm ready to have dinner. Uh, he he was just like so in his element being by himself, uh, just uh, creating that shelter and everything. It's almost like this, not almost like this was the survivor experience he came out for. The game is just in the way. Yeah, it's in the was, way of what this he is. was exploring and shit. Yeah. I mean, he talks about how like uh, he has vision problems that could lead to blindness. So he's trying to soak it all in. It was like an amazing moment. It was really cool. Yeah. He was a really great. Yeah. Character. That was, that was uh, a little sad to hear that about his, uh, you yeah. know, condition and everything, but man, what a sweet scene of him uh, enjoying the sunset. He took it all in. Uh, it was sweet and genuine. I liked it. Usually in exile, it's just people sitting there like around a fire that can't make suffering. <laughs> yeah. Or then like, or then like it takes them like eight hours and then they make a fire and it's like, I made a little fire. And then they yeah. just like curl up in a ball and they're like, <sighs> yeah. And then he just made a fucking shelter. <laughs> He's great. I do like him. Yeah. More. Yeah. Um, so on Merge Beach, the, uh, the reward winners come back and can you believe we got an animal metaphor from Omer? I will jump up like a big shark from the ocean and eat some of these people up when the time is right. What a surprise. Yeah. Yeah. The producers are definitely like, so you're the animal guy. So give us a fucking animal metaphor now. Yeah. Yep. When the yep. tribe has spoken, the the shark's <laughs> teeth will be in the uh, other yeah. cast member. And he does he does uh have some good strategy today. So good job on you, Omer. Oh, Omer was amazing in this. Yeah, episode. he killed it. Yeah, MVP. he completely turned the tide on this. Yep. So we get High, Lindsay, and Drea together to talk about the amulet, and they say that currently instead of targeting each other, they're going to work together. And this was very interesting to me. The biggest part of this was, one, remembering that Lindsay had the amulet yeah. and that Hyde did. Uh, I've, I've, like, mostly forgotten about the amulets yes. <laughs> for most of this season. They're so long ago. And, two, Lindsay got a confessional and spoke. That was mind-blowing. Huge. Huge. Huge moment. Huge. I bet it was the energy that she got from eating all that Applebee's made her be able yeah. to want to talk more. Yeah. They're like, you want to talk on camera? Because <laughs> that's how it works. She's rejuvenated. Yeah, that's totally They just haven't been filming her. That's not the edit. Yeah. yeah. You have to request time to talk on camera. It yeah. seems like everyone's talking to Marianne and she's like listening. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Marianne's going off with everybody. Yeah, uh, Mike and Jonathan are bonding about being 
big guys, big yeah. sensitive men. Everyone thinks they're a bunch of blockheads. They're really smart and sensitive. Yeah, they are. They're sweet they're guys. They're, they're sweeties. They're stupid and they're mean. <laughs> Mike really is um like Mike has a lot of like really like deep and intimate conversations with people. Uh, I love Mike. And it's like, I like, I don't even think it's gameplay. I think he is like, if you meet him in real life, he is that type of guy that would, uh, you know, sit down and hear your story. Like he just seems like that guy. You no, know, he's like seems one of the sincere. sweetest people we've ever seen on Survivor. So he's sweet. like the sweetest man. It's crazy. Yeah, I love I love him. He's great. I like, I like Jonathan a lot too. But yeah, Mike yeah. stands out. I'm like, this is such a sweet, soft guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How did he fight fires? I feel like he would just build up the fire because he's like, I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to see the fire go. I don't want to see the fire go down. I want to build the flames up. <laughs> um. It was interesting hearing High talk about the story of meeting maybe his boyfriend or husband. I, I I don't know, meeting someone. Yeah. I don't know the story, but hearing about Romeo not being as comfortable as High with his sexuality or or coming out. Um, and then yeah. saying he it said because of where he was from in South Central and everything. It yeah, and then the... saying it was it was good being around High. That was very uh, inspirational. Yeah, that was really sweet. That was really nice. Saying mm-hmm. it's like good being on Survivor. I really like that. It's kind of too bad that it feels like at the end of this episode, those two guys are on opposite sides <laughs> from each other. What happened other? to the fucking skinny boys alliance part? Come on, two? Come skinny on. little boys alliance. Please. What is going on here? We want the skinny boys back. It's yeah. not fair. Yeah. I know. Our, I don't like that our winner picks are on opposite sides. I know. We the want them episode. together. We want the skinny boys part two. Final two. Give it to us, please. The skinny boys back. Yeah, me too. All right. Um, Where are we? Oh, and then at the end, Omar sits down with them, and High is like, you know, Chanel is not trustworthy, and Omar is like, well, you know, on the hike, I, I really liked her. And that's when High is like, well, she lost your vote, and I realize that, oh my god, Omar hasn't been to Tribal Council yet, so he doesn't even yeah. know that Chanel has lost his vote And yet. Chanel never went up to him and told him. Yeah. Which is like, uh, did, did she forget? Because she probably should, like, right away, the first chance she gets, go and be like, hey, I haven't gotten a chance to tell you this yet, but we lost our votes. Yep. First thing you do, unless you want a target on your back from Omer. Well, so, yeah, yeah. good for Hyde to tell her, tell him too. Yeah, yep. Yeah, and it definitely seems like Omer and High are 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 tighter now because of that. So I'm not sure if we knew this, but day 13, Omer is talking to Mike and, you know, Omer is the token virgin of the season. This is a reminder, everybody, reality shows, they love virgins. It is a thing. Virgins, reality shows, it's like, you know, peanut butter and jelly. It's like Mm -hmm. you and subscribing to us on Instagram at Reality Alert Podcast or YouTube, you know, (laughs) YouTube.com slash Reality Alert. It has to happen. Right. Uh, Other stuff happens. And so High is like, I have to establish agency and get a path banned. And I'm like, winner? Is he going to win? Boy, I mean... He either that or he's going out guns blazing. I'll tell you that much. You never know. He's made it clear. He when he gets on a bus, he's not sitting in the bus. He's driving it. Yeah. 
I've when, never when heard he that metaphor car. before, too. It's not like David Wright used it in his season. He's a driver. <laughs> he can't, he, he can't get it. He, he calls an Uber. Uh, he kicks the driver out of the yeah. He says, he I'm a driver. The car. I'm not a passenger. So we, we get this alliance, and it's Drea and Roxroy, Jonathan, Omar, and Lindsay, and Hi, yes. Lydia, and Mike. And I like Hi, that group, yeah. by the way. I like it. And, and Hi is like, watch out for Daniel. Drea is watch out for Tori. And then Jonathan is like, okay, uh, you know, we don't totally distrust Marianne, but we'll throw out Marianne as tribute. You know, like yeah. we're, uh, we'll sacrifice Marianne. Fine. We got it, we and you meant Hi, Hi said watch out for Chanel, not Daniel. You said Daniel. No, oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to clarify. Yeah. 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 Same thing. They they don't like either of them. Yep. <laughs> no, this is it's it's uh I I really do think that it was a good safe move for all of them to do this. I do think if there were no giant twist, we may have seen um you know, two tribes try and get together to go after one other one, you know. Yeah, definitely. Like Taku and somebody else, or if Vati and uh, and Ika got together to try and take down Taku, then maybe, yeah, for real. Yep. Yeah, but then Chanel is like, uh, wait, where are we? Oh yeah, so we're at like Roxroy, right? Well, Chanel himself. is the only one that is really in danger at the time. She's like trying to suss it out and not really buying it. Oh, oh yeah. Omar brings up to the eight that he doesn't have a vote. Andrea is like, well, if we're good, I have an extra vote if we need it. But that doesn't turn out really happening. Yeah. You know, Dre is sitting yeah. well going forward, I think. Definitely. So we get to Exile Island and, uh, you know, Roxroy is having a really good time. Yeah. Yeah. Time I for felt- some rice. <laughs> Yippee Kaye! Time for some rice. Rice. So excited. I felt like we were intruding just watching the segment. I was like, "Does he need some time? Like, should I not even watch?" Like, I don't like intrude. That Jeff showed up and ruined his time. But you know, Rockford was kind of excited to see Jeff. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff. Jeff. (laughs) Time for some rice. Take a seat, Jeff. Would you like some rice? But I am going to interrupt you if the race is done because this is my time, not yes. your time. It's my show. This is Rox Roy's Island. Do you think when Rox Roy went back to camp, he was just laying down at night looking at the stars and thinking about his old beach uh, yeah. on that pile and just like, take me back. Take, take me, me back. back. Yep. They have different cameramen here. I miss them. <laughs> I miss my new son, Eric. <laughs> yep. So um, when they take out the hourglass, Roxroy says he's been counting it out to see if it's a real hour. So as each sand falls, does he count out a new second? Has he been counting the seconds in an hour? Probably. And Jeff's like, Jeff's like, dude, the prop master, he didn't put like just enough for an hour or anything. He just threw a bunch of sand in there. <laughs> there's a hammer. You're going to smash it. doesn't really matter. She's <laughs> like, this is bullshit. He did his homework, though. Yeah, like, like why would it be an hour? Well, what else are you going to do out there, huh? <laughs> that was my second thought. <laughs> you know, Jeff explains the pros and cons. He's like, well, the immediate con is the target, but the pro is I train Romeo, have my back. Yeah. No, I mean, it's uh, if the tribes had squared up differently, I, I do wonder if Roxroy would have not <laughs> done the, uh, the, the hourglass. 
I do like that Roxoy brings up the classic, not everyone gets a trophy thing. He's like, but if I turn back time, everyone gets a trophy at some point. <laughs> yeah. Because two people get to have the, the, the chance of winning. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, it was 2022, Roxroy. Okay, Dad? Yeah, I was like, what are we watching? Millennials versus Gen X all like, over? Yeah, I know. God. Not everyone gets a trophy. You know, Roxroy would have been good <sighs> on that. I was, I was like rolling my eyes over and over again on that premiere episode of Millennials versus Gen X where they kept talking about the trophies and I just kept screaming at the TV who made the trophies who gave the trophies it was you boomers you fuckers well they're not boomers they're Gen X okay, they were they Gen were X in the middle. but they're acting like boomers let me tell you that let me tell you well they're the Gen X I was like who even cares about Gen X they're the forgot they're in the new forgotten, the forgotten generation they're the forgotten generation yeah they're they they don't they're not involved in this war that we have with the boomers okay <laughs> With our parents. Yeah. Who cares about the Reagan generation? <laughs> yeah, come on. Who gives this shit? <laughs> um, I think uh, this just comes down to Rux for not wanting Tori to be safe. It's just a war on Tori Tor. Yeah. And and uh, I wouldn't have expected anything different. I'm happy that it went that way. yippee ki -yay. There we go. So the immunity challenge, uh, Rux went back in time. He had a giant power and he smashed something. Hell yeah. Was the Applebee's worth it? Applebee's, 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 and a little bit of chicken fry. I think so. They're like, no, no beer on Friday night. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was um, worth it. Yeah, High said that uh, there's no free meals. Uh, so, so these people aren't as mad as the people last season because they knew the what was going to happen. He's right. There are no free meals, but at Applebee's, you can get boneless wings for $5 at happy hour. So it's nearly free. You're Max. nearly free. It's and nearly free. That's what I'm doing right when we're done with this podcast. Yes. Allegedly. So that's definitely what's <laughs> going to happen. Making your daily walk down to Barclays. Allegedly. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> Does Maria get sick of that? Allegedly. Is she yeah. like, are you going on your Applebee's walk again, Max? What are you doing? Oh, she allegedly comes with me, even though she's vegetarian. Oh, I well, they have great vegetarian options. They have great vegetarian options. They have pastas me? and salads, and <laughs> and we both love the beer choices and the pitchers and everything. Yum, yum, yum. They have the Beyond Boneless Wings, Max. That's, that's what they you do? can get. I don't know. Allegedly. Everybody's got them, right? Yes, everybody has Everybody's them, doing allegedly. Beyond Chicken and Beyond allegedly. Burgers. Allegedly. Burger. <laughs> Why do you keep saying allegedly? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, Jeff is like reactions and like nobody cares. And Tori is like, we did this for you. She's so full of shit. <laughs> like yeah, the Mike... whole rest of the cast is laughing. They're like, are you, who are you kidding right now? Yeah. Mike is like, she's burying herself. Yeah. She's like, this was a journey for you to find yourself, to maybe do some growth, to be yeah. less narcissistic and more compassionate. Yeah, she's, We she's, were rooting for you. She steps out and she's like, don't laugh at me. Narcissist, 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 yeah. narcissist. <laughs> I'm having you all committed. I win. Also, um, yeah, this is where Jeff reveals that this person isn't making the jury. So, sorry, Survivor 42, baby. Drop the four uh um add the one and another one you get four 
you said drop the four and then add the four back before oh you forgot to put that in there because otherwise we no i was we were back down to survivor 22 no you drop the four okay drop the four you add the one add the one then you add a one to that one okay so now we're at two Two. 22 and then survivor no 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 you do we drop the two as well oh okay drop the four okay drop the four drop this the is two. this is turning into um brad culpepper again with his uh his yeah, confession okay okay drop the four drop the four okay drop the drop the two drop the two okay add so now one. we have no survivor yes okay add the one okay now we're on borneo okay add the one now we're on guatemala is that no. 11 or no oh, add a one to the one to one so we're at okay two. so we're on we're on outback okay but it's two it's two okay so we're at two yes and add a four before the two add a four before oh, we're back we're, we're back at 42 new era. baby 42 baby yeah i wish that instead of outback it was survivor applebee's by the way yeah me too and a little bit of chicken fries cold beer on a friday night i <laughs> swish a little bit of chicken fried Yo, how badass was that immunity necklace, bro? How so badass that, that dragon, that dragon, <laughs> the dragon snake. <laughs> I love how Jeff is like, isn't that badass? And everyone is like, that Applebee's necklace is so badass. <laughs> Fucking badass, Jeff. And he's like, it is so badass. It's yeah. So badass. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and Tortor won it. So, yeah, it's great um yeah and uh it's it's great only in the sense that uh you know it created some fun chaos and she looked so badass in it i can't i can't say i'm rooting for tori max i'm so rooting for tori (laughs) for good team tv yes but to win the game oh she will do she can open up a full mental health center with that uh (laughs) to help them with retail therapy with retail therapy with that money so i'm excited Um, and, uh, she, she, she thanks Roxroy and tells her that she loves him at the end. Yeah. All right. Whatever. So, uh, in the pre-trial scandal, Roxroy is back and he gets filled in by Jonathan about the eight and Romeo tells Tori, let's get Jonathan out. And he's like, all these guys, they go arg, awuga. Yeah. And says, Mike is so far up Jonathan's butt. And he says, now that I have a buff, I'm going to have power. But he has no power because yeah. he's outside of the eight. And there's only four of the people outside. They must have all heard that conversation between Mike and Jonathan where they were broing out when they became best friends in a half a second. And they said, arg, arg, auga. Yes. Yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, when they became best friends. Arg, auga, auga. <laughs> um. And then uh, Rumi goes to high and is like, they're going to vote for you, buddy. We're both skinny. Let's be friends. <laughs> We're both line. skinny. <laughs> Skeletons, baby. We look like shit. Come on, buddy. <laughs> Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jonathan's name is getting thrown out a lot. Lin- uh, uh, Marianne is. Marianne. Yeah, Lindsay pitched Marianne. It's like Omar's, by the time Omar finds out about all this, he's like, 
are we not a tr- we're not Taku anymore? Like, what is going on? Our well, it's very tr- smart. It's smart. Omer is like, we got to get Taku back together because that's four votes, and then we only need one more to get the majority within the eight. He's very savvy yeah. in this, and I love that Jonathan is like, you know, like I can't do that much by myself, so I just need to trust Omer. Yeah. Now Omer well, is Omer. Act- Omer, but too Omer is- doesn't even have a vote. But getting Taku back together is still what he needs to do. Well, also. Marianne has all those advantages. They need those advantages if they're going up against people like Drea, who has a full arsenal of fucking advantages. Yeah. They need that shit. You can't, you're not going to be able to skate by. Yeah. Dangerous territory if you're not going in with some ammo. He was so smart. Yeah. Yep. Good for Omer. But they bring He's keeping his eyes on the prize. High gets it, and High is like, no fucking way. I'm going after Marianne because he wants to work with John Fink because he thinks he is going to be a meat shield. Yeah. And this yeah. is where High says, this is where... More good... like an egg shield, right? Yeah, that's so right. <laughs> Guy is 90% eggs. More like a chicken fried shield. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, How about a great whiskey burger shield from Applebee's? And a little bit of chicken fried. Somebody is listening to this and hating us. Somebody turn this off. Yeah, we just lost a viewer. So (laughs) I hate Applebee's. Well, I watch enough commercials. This is the podcast without all the ads in the middle. God, now this has had a hundred ads, and I don't even think they're getting paid by Applebee's allegedly. What is going on allegedly? Why is he saying allegedly? Allegedly, what is going on? Oh, yeah. We've done too many podcasts this week. We have. We have. We were supposed to shut down today because we issued an ultimatum on our ultimatum podcast. Yesterday. Oh, we were. And I'll it didn't de- work I'll, out. I'll delete after this. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, this is where High says, this is where good players fold and great players prevail. Well, he didn't. Well, he did fold. So I he guess folded. he's just a good player. Well, he's he's a driver, so instead of driving, he just decided to park for a minute. Oh, you know, he just went and parked. That's what I think. So it was. he didn't even have the chance to fold or prevail. No, he well, he's. Uh, I'm I'm all about the driving analogies. He uh, <laughs> he pulled into the pit crew, and uh, he's letting the others go for a little bit, but then he's going to get back in. So he didn't have the chance to fold or prevail. <laughs> I don't, maybe there was some cards. Cars don't fold. Maybe there were some cards in the car and he folded those cards while he was driving. While he was driving. Building a house of cards while driving. Yes. Very impressive. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we get to tribal and. We love you, Mr. Jeff. Whoa. Suck up. What do you think? What do you think? Teacher's pet. Teacher's pet. Teacher's pet. Applebee's. 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 Go ahead and play it. No, play the song. Go ahead. Commit. Commit to the And a little bit of chicken fry. 
Does he think that Jeff has a vote? Like, do you think Jeff has a vote? Uh, he's trying to come back for season two. He's already worried about his position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he's definitely coming back for another season without a doubt. Yeah. So highs like this season is fluid. We have stuff that's never happened before in Survivor, where like people might work with one alliance and another alliance. Uh, people might actually be voting with their alliance. You know, yeah. people might be getting voted out. I mean, there are things that are happening in the Survivor season that have never happened before. Right. Yeah. It's the hardest season of Survivor ever. It's actually Hands the most down. recent season, too. That's even crazier. Yeah. Yeah. Drop the four. Oh, no. God, Drop the again. two. Not this again. Add the one. Add a one to that one. And then add a four before that. 42. I did it right that time. Multiply <laughs> by four. Then you take the square root. And then you put that in in uh, the Pythagorean theorem. Uh, and then a squared plus b squared equals c squared, and you get Survivor 42. Jimmy Crookers. I think it worked. Yeah, this driver and passenger metaphor was used in uh, 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 what was the 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 one where uh, the guy with the big dick won? What? What the fuck? Chris Underwood. Oh, okay. What what is that reference though? The big dick. Um, did you see him in his underwear? Uh, on the show? Yes. Oh, I I guess I did. That's not what I remember. Man was packing. Okay, good to know. I'm not the first person to ever bring this up. Okay. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. Let's just say called Underwood for a reason. Let's just yeah. say that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what was Edge of Extinction? Uh, fucking. David Wright brought up this fucking like pilot. It was called pilot and passengers. That one and like every fucking tribal, it was like I'm a passenger. I'm a yeah. pilot, bro. So it's just so funny that High was like, uh, drivers and passengers. Yeah. When are they gonna bring up like uh, I'm a roller coaster operator, uh, and everybody's in the roller coaster and they're going around, but yeah. I'm down below operating the roller coaster. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a really good one. Thank you. Yeah, or I'm I'm at the the driving arcade, and I'm driving the wheel, and then all all the other uh, contestants they're the cars in the game. Yeah. Yes, I am the leader of an alliance, and everybody else is in my alliance. That's, nah, that's my boring. metaphor. That's no, boring. okay, I'm a line leader. Mm, okay. No. Um, no. I am shopping at a grocery store. And I'm pushing the cart, and everything are my little cans and tomatoes. And those oh, are that... the. You like that? Uh, you like that one? What about what? Yeah, I do. What about Roxroy's? Would be I am a father. These are all my children. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> Pretty good. That's it. Is yeah, he mad at his children? he's driving them to school, and he's upset with them because they're yeah. all making a bunch of racket in the back of the car. Uh, yeah. Jeff is my wife that keeps nagging me during challenges. <laughs> Tori's my least favorite child. Yeah. Tori's my least favorite child, but I still love her because <laughs> I love all my children because I'm a good dad. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, Jeff gets a little personal here. He said when he moved to Wichita to Seattle, he changed his personality and he's like, okay, Lydia, 
now that you're in the merge, have you changed your personality at all? Are you a poser like I was when I moved to Seattle? I'm just picturing Jeff wa- walking into his uh, Seattle high school with a uh, a leather jacket and a switchblade knife and a, a pair of sunglasses, you know, and just walking down the hall looking all cool. Yeah, I think Jeff was a poser when he was just <laughs> You can totally see Jeff being a poser. Oh my god, Jeff's a poser, dude. <laughs> Don't no, worry. He, he made cargo shorts Yeah, he <laughs> He's like and everyone was like bullying him and he's like you watch it one day I'm going to have my own show, the Jeff Probst show, okay? And we're going to interview a goat. This is kind of the Jeff Probst show, though. Survivor. Our show? Survivor. Oh, okay. I thought you were mocking our podcast. No. And I was like, that's fair. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> so kudos. Um, yeah. Uh, I love how Jeff asks Marianne if she's talking too much um, or debating too much. And Marianne is like, obviously. And I'm like, are you? Because you don't act like it. Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's weird. Like these leading questions are almost hurtful a little bit. Jeff is like insulting these. It's people. like he's trying to help them though, <laughs> yeah. but they're not taking the advice. Yeah, she. I love. She's like, no, but this is like where I can be really weird. I'm on Survivor. There's no rules here. It's a free place. Nobody cares if you're annoying. You know, you don't need to have social tact on Survivor. And I'm like, okay. She should have just told Jeff, well, Jeff, they're keeping me around because I have an idol and I have lots of advantages. <laughs> uh, that's why. So, <laughs> oh, should I not have said that out loud? <laughs> Her debate with fucking Drea was so funny, though. It was just all semantics. It was just yeah. like, okay, so this is a, so let's agree to disagree. And Drea's like, yeah, but you're wrong. She's like, no, but we're saying the same thing. No, you're fucking wrong. All right. Okay. Okay. Drea's like, you child. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It was annoying. <laughs> it was it was an annoying conversation. No, the conversation was incredibly annoying, and it was all semantics. Yeah. It was like, who yeah. cares? You're just arguing over arguments. Yeah. But it made me laugh for yeah. the beginning of it. I, I definitely can't see Marianne lasting a super much longer time in this game. When you're that young, um, it's very hard to win. Yeah. Um, is the first part of it. And then I just don't think that Marianne has enough control over her personality, to be honest. I don't yeah. think there's anything inherently wrong with her personality. No, I just think that she needs to rein it in a little bit to win because I think that people do um are kind of getting annoyed by it. To it's be a honest. social game, you know? Yeah, that's what and, it is. And yeah. it's like a lot in Survivor. And when you have that big of a personality, it's not always for some people. And like, yeah, it's just she's not, I don't think she's gonna win. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. No. And uh Marianne's freaked out by the beetle on Rox Roy's um <laughs> sweatshirt, but she wasn't, but she was totally cool with the giant praying mantis on her bare skin. Oh yeah, I remember that. It's just a big difference there. Yeah, all right. <laughs> I'm just saying, she's like, 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 like the giant praying mantis on her bare skin, like up in her face, is totally cool. But the smaller beetle on Roxway sweatshirt is like the biggest deal. You got to yeah. vote her out. I can't deal with it. You got to vote her out. I can't deal with it. I could never deal with it. 
some say that beetle is still on Roxroy today. <laughs> this is my son. <laughs> this is my, my you know what boy. I like about him? He stays fucking quiet. And he, he doesn't, doesn't nag me ever like my damn wife. <laughs> oh, jeez. Time for some rice. <laughs> rice. Rice. Jeff! <laughs> He's the best voice. Uh, I love when Omer goes up to vote that he is like miming crying. Like he does like the little like uh, wrist. R- Did you know? Oh, that's that? funny. You want, like, yeah. Boo-hoo. <laughs> so uh, we get this voting breakdown. And so hi, Jonathan, Lindsay, Drea, Marianne, and Mike voted for Lydia. Yeah. Romy... Stone cold from high. Yeah, Stone I cold. didn't expect that, but. I think that's actually a very good survivor player knows when to fold. And he, he is showing too, that he is committed to that bigger group. You got to go with the majority. You got to cut your losses. Like I know Lydia was tight and people were like, uh, a thing that kept coming up in this episode was high was talking about. Everyone was like, you know, it's hard because high said high kept saying he would go to rocks for Lydia. This kept going up. And one of the things that he kept telling people when he was going to form an alliance with them was like, Hey, he would go to Jonathan and be like, I think we should form an alliance. And I'm a really good alliance member because yeah. previously I was willing to go to rocks for, for Lydia. Yeah. But I think at this moment, this was not a moment to stick your feet in and say like, I'm not willing to change. Yes. Because Lydia is just one person and now you're in a 12 person game and it seems like these people are willing to work with you. I think it's going to be really beneficial for high going forward, not having that person that he's so, you know, that he t- he's told people, I go to rocks for this person. That's how close I am with them. That makes them a scary tight too. Exactly. Just like Drea and Romeo, really like Drea and Romeo are, Romeo are a scary tight too. And, and we already saw in the preview for next week's episode, Romeo's name is getting thrown out because those two are scary tight too. And then you look at like, uh, I don't know. Mike and High could now be a scary tight too after it, but I I don't know. I think Mike is integrated pretty well in the tribe. Um, But, you know, I think eventually Jonathan and Omer are going to get that same treatment as well. So, Ben, yeah, that's an incredibly good point. (laughs) I'm not being sarcastic. I was like, damn, that's a good point. (laughs) I'll give that to you. I'll Thanks. Give that to you. Appreciate it. Um, yeah, I just that was like a really good game move by high. You got to go with the majority. So Omer wasn't able to vote. So let me count the votes: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Yeah. So everybody else was voted, and there was not an extra vote used. So yeah. Romeo and Lydia voted for Marianne. Romeo and oh, and I thought Tori voted Marianne. Did she not? Or no, Tori did vote Tor- for... Tori and Chanel voted for Jonathan. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah. And Roxroy voted for Lindsay. So that's interesting that Romeo and... Well, yeah, he was just completely left in the dark, wasn't he? Why didn't well, Drea tell? Hmm. Well, okay, so there has to have been some form of vote split. Nobody's going to do yeah. an entire all-on-one kind of thing yeah but it was just in case lydia had something yeah the way that vote splits 
work is that sometimes they tell the people in the minority like okay this is how who we're gonna vote for and they just trust that like that's how they're gonna do it you know like that's how we'll do the vote split but yeah i just like i I just don't really know how this worked out now but brock the most interesting thing is right rocks roy on lydia like did they really leave him out on Lindsay, yeah yeah well like what happened i don't know yeah i have no idea what's going on i just don't know I'm sure we're going to hear about it at the beginning of next episode from Roxroy. Yeah. And the Marian not going to like being left out in the Marion and Jonathan. That's just very interesting that it ended up being a two, two. Yeah. Like the mm-hmm. fact that it's equally two, two that yeah. leaves me to think that there's some kind of intentionally either they were both intentionally told two wrong things, you know? Yeah. Or like, I don't exactly know how the split works, but it makes me think that it's, it was all intentional besides yep. the, the rocks Roy thing. Very strange. This, uh, they were worried about idols. This Alliance of eight is it's, it was done before it even began, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But we, but we also know that Romeo Chanel and Tori were, are out of the eight. Yeah. Unless there was like a split vote thing. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's weird because Drea and Romeo, I thought, were super tight. But I don't know. I know, but out of the eight, that's... uh, I mean, but we only thought... We only heard that they were tight from Romeo's perspective. Didn't Drea... Drea said she has Romeo and rocks. That's how she was putting it. She did say that, but in that alliance that they made... Yeah. He's not in it. Yeah. And we only it really heard... does seem like the core of that alliance is like Mike and Drea are are sort of at that core. Yeah. They've been sort of formulating all this because they both have the idols and they know that exactly. each other has the idols. Yeah. And she just only really wanted to bring Roxroy into it. Yep. So Romeo could be in trouble next week. He, he could. could be. We'll have to see what happens. But he's the type of guy who can get out of this shit. He really yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I like Romeo a lot. Yeah, definitely. Well, this was a good episode. It was. It was a really good episode. We had a lot of people meeting up, you know, and just, and just, you know, you know, we, we've had a lot of new partners aligning, you know? Did we yeah. just become best friends? Yep. That is what, that is what I was feeling was the theme of this episode. Did we just become he, best friends? Yep. <laughs> he finally remembered to play the sound because it was at the I put it at the bottom by mistake, so that's why I forgot about it. After I cued you like seven times by saying best friend. <laughs> I totally missed all social cues. <laughs> oh, I'm glad it made it in finally. <laughs> Sorry, I missed all social cues. It's been a long week. I was like, man, he is. I just said best friend three times in a row, and he's not picking up on this. I don't even remember you saying best friend. <laughs> it was shortly before I typed in the private chat. Where's the sound bite? <laughs> yeah, I missed that too. <laughs> Great. Until now. Okay, good. Glad our private chat works. Yeah. <laughs> well, folks, play it again. Can we just yeah. become best friends. Yep. <laughs> Give us the Applebee's one one more time too. And a little bit of chicken fries. This is how we're going to get removed from YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Just before we got our, our 
our bronze play button? <laughs> Come on. Oh my God. Okay, so this was a really fun merge episode. I'm feeling warmer on this season, although yeah, I really too. have been enjoying it. But yeah, uh, I, I really, really like it. this this uh, final post merge cast. I think they're going to provide yeah. a lot of entertainment. I got to say, uh, I watched Australian Survivor this season. I actually still have a few more episodes to go on Australian Survivor. No spoilers. I haven't seen. No it. spoilers. I'm, not saying, I'm just saying Australian Survivor. Yeah. Well, I'm not even done with that. Yet, but I'm not going to spoil anything. The episodes are really long, and for a season that's not great. Oh my God. It's like the episodes are so fucking long. The tribal is so long and it's fine yeah. when the season is like amazing. The strategy is great. All the characters are great. And like, you're like, Oh, I love that. All the episodes are long, but yep. when it's not, it's so long. And so when you get an American season, the, the, like how fast the episodes are, you're actually like happy for the shorter episodes. I'm sure. like, yeah, I love, it's just like quick pace. Like you don't need all the frills. You actually appreciate the shorter episodes. Yeah. Like you don't, you actually don't need that much. Like everything ties yeah. in and then you can get the extra scenes online. Like, I don't yeah. know. It's just it's nice. It's a quick little. So episode. you're saying this about the two hour episode, we just watched <laughs> even the, even the two hour episode. I think no, I, a lot happened in this. Episode. A lot happened and it was good, but even the, the shorter ones, I think like, are good because sometimes we had them we were like not that much happened and it was right. like yeah then it's probably good that the episodes weren't longer yeah you know Definitely. we might be feeling heading into these new episodes like oh we wish we wish they had more time but particularly for pre-merge stuff when there's not too much strategy going on it's like yeah these shorter episodes are kind of nice and refreshing uh, sure. but that might just be because i'm watching australian survivor and it, it can drag but <laughs> just from that perspective a lot, you know, a lot of people watch right. Australia. Forty-two seasons in, I think they've developed the pacing pretty well on their show. Yeah, that that's kind of my that's kind of my feeling about it. You know, yeah. you know, it's a quality production. It like really a lot, of, a lot of reality shows. A lot of people like they love The Bachelor. The Bachelor is two hours every week. Is it, it really? Oh, yes. God. And that's why I don't want to cover it. Like it is. Oh no... yeah, if you should have just told me that to begin with, I would have. Been I like, definitely oh, said it, now. dude. I'm telling you, <laughs> there's no need, and like there's no need for it to be two hours. It is like so boring and it's like yeah. oh my god it's like you could cut out half of these conversations like they're so dumb like yeah I just, just like our it. podcast yes exactly. <laughs> <laughs> somebody's gonna put that on a review one day yeah 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 <laughs> and do you know what they're also gonna put on our uh review uh, one day uh oh here we go there are two weasels in that chicken coop <laughs> oh fuck oh fuck oh no oh no Ouch. Ouch, ouch, ouch. That is savage. Uh, yep, guys. So um head to Applebee's, see marry me um on Peacock and uh have have a good day. We're gonna be back in just a little while for Temptation Island recap. Yes, and for you survivor recap listeners, we will be back next Wednesday night is the plan. We will be covering right after the episode. So get ready. Yep. Oh, and also check out, we just recapped all of the Ultimatum on Netflix. So you can binge that and you can see every episode, the finale and the reunion. We did the whole thing in, did it uh, in three days time within one week. So Crazy. we're amazing. So just yeah. check that out. Okay. Bye-bye. It's the place you go when you finish your show. We're your two best friends. Our names are Max and Ben. We're self-proclaimed television experts. It's reality alert. Applebee's, Applebee's, Applebee's.